Guys, we should head into that bar. What bar? The park called Bar? Yeah, it says right there they got karaoke. We should do this. Mm, I don't know, Mike. The last time you and I went into a fucking bar, I got my ass kicked and we lost all our money. Yeah, well, we're in a shitty part of town with, like, punks with swords. We clearly took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Fucking wrong turn at Albuquerque? No kidding. We're in goddamn New York, bro. Well, anyway, they got karaoke inside, so let's just relax and have fun. What's the worst that can happen if we suck? Three shitty beers, please. Alright. You're outsiders, so I'm gonna lay down the rules for you. One, first drink is on the house. Yeah! Woo! Yeah, woo! However, there's a price you may not want to pay. Uh, I'm okay with a little head, but could I have it in glass? Oh, man, you're going first. <laughs> yeah, Ivan, you can go first. All right. The rule is, you gotta sing for it. Oh, sing. shit. Good luck, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy, this is going to be boring. What's the worst that could happen? I got this. All right. I was going to sing a song, but then I got high. What the fuck? You're hit. You missed my head by about an inch with that axe. Yeah, and if the next two guys suck, I'm not going to miss. That's the price you pay if you don't sing well. Now you're up next. Fuck. Um... Okay, uh, uh, first I was afraid, I was petrified, kept thinking I could never live. You won't if you keep singing like that. Now get off the stage. Oh shit, oh fuck. Alright, strike two. You're next and last. Ah oh, shit guys. Shit, guys, I don't think I can do this. I don't want to do this, guys. You better fucking do this. He's got an axe. Oh, man. Like, guys, no, this isn't fun. Guys, you gotta come with me. Come up here. Come help me. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can do this. I can do it with you guys. Come on. Okay, I got this. I got this, guys. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy. Because I'm easy. Little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't matter. Well, it matters to me because you're all gonna die. No one is going to die tonight, except for the ones who killed my father. Oh, phew! No. Thanks, man. Saved oh, by the thank God. Saved by the Smurfy Ninja dude. <sighs> What do you want? You. You. Did you kill my father? Um, I heard they did it. You. You three. Your time has come. No, we didn't do anything. No, no. stay with ah! ah! Gamer needs food badly. Let's go! You're back in the kitchen with game connoisseur Mike King, Chef Brandon Boswell, and intern Ivan. 
for another tasty morsel of a review. On the Woo. plate today, Ninja Gaiden. Booyah! Booyah. Woo. I'm not making ninja noises. Not racist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, racist. That's why I'm not making ninja noises. That's you right. Guys, you guys are racist. My eyes are already very closed. I come from the state of Trump, motherfucker. <laughs> God, that's racist. No, that's racist. No, Brandon. that implies that I smoke more weed than you do. That's yeah. All. Uh, that's all. Anyway, so carrying on. <laughs> Who loves Ninja Gaiden? Yes. A seminal classic for the Nintendo Entertainment System and a testament to the true phrase Nintendo hard. Mm. <laughs> Is that a phrase? I didn't know that was a phrase. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mike's absolutely right. This game, I love the hell out of this game, but god damn. I think they should have rebranded that phrase somehow. Well, Ivan, when did this game come out? So this game first came out in Japan, 1988. Came out in North America four months later, 1989, March. And finally ended up in Europe in 91. It was, uh, wow, they sat on that for a long time, why? Well, it might have had something to do with the uh, fact that ninjas were actually a taboo subject over in Europe. They called the game Shadow Warriors over there. They, yeah, and in, oh, because, oh, well, ninjas really did have a bad time because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were called the Teenage Mutant Hero yep, Turtles. Yep, absolutely. In, the, in England. Same deal. So... I mean, like, were they still sore over the ninja invasion of the World War Two? Who? No, it's just that shit ninja assassin happened in the mid '80s. It just was traumatic, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, so they were still reeling from the from the terrorist ninja attacks. That's right. The assassinations, all those car crashes. If you guys. I mean, like, we, we all know where we were when, uh, when Yasser Arafat got a ninja star in the I, skull. I have no idea. We all, we all know where we were. I was waiting. Oh, wait, or was, or was that Itzhak Rabin? I, I can't even. It's 80s. I, that's so. what I'm saying. If you guys don't say something cool soon, I'm going to keep eating my chicken burger. <laughs> say something smart. When, when someone threw... When someone threw a flaming ninja scroll at that Lockerbie flight, then, you know, that, that really set up the Libyan conflict, so. No. You know, the, 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 those fucking ninjas, they were tricky bastards. No, Brandon's right. We're dragging this into the fucking mud. Yeah, I got it. I need something to hold on Why don't you tell us a Quicksand in me. Yeah. So, uh, can we talk, before we get into the game itself, can you share a bit of the uh, the, the legacy of this game, like the impact it had? Because this wasn't just like some, some run-of-the-mill game. It had... Uh, it took off. Yeah, this was one of the first games to feature the what they called a side story, they, what Gaiden actually means, the Tecmo Theater, as it will, using cutscenes to really flesh out the plot, make you feel like you're a part of a story, not just a character you know running right to left or left to right. It hmm. was also, I don't know if you're aware of this, they're going to some trivia, began as a beat em up arcade game was actually developed in parallel with the NES. So it's not exactly a port, but it had a has a history that I was a one, unaware of before looking this game up. 
So what do you mean by that? Like, kind of as similar. they're making this game, they were like also literally looking at the specs of the NES, thinking like, hey, how do we maximize this? That was a different. It was a different team, and they were kind of looking at each other. The first level of the NES game is similar to the the beat 'em up arcade game, which was kind of like Double Dragon. But really, the legacy, as Mike was saying, really has to do with those cutscenes. I mean, you see that all the time these days, but back then it was revolutionary. It's funny because when I watched the Mario World on the uh, Super NES, wow, my brain just broke. And uh, and even like those ones where like he runs up and hits the plunger on the castle, like when I was a kid, that blew my mind. But looking at it now, it's like obviously pretty low scale, and they, they, they cheaped out compared to the Nintendo. Yeah, and, and, and then, like, when I saw these here, like, that's, like, the reason why my mind immediately went to them was because I was like, holy shit, this is better than, than the Super Mario ones that I've been repping for years. As, like, look at these cutscenes. This is, like, magic. <laughs> but that's just, you know, <laughs> me being a dweeb, so. Oh, man. If, if the Nintendo came... If the Nintendo came out of the gate with a game like this, it, it, it there there probably wouldn't have been a Sega. Like every well, other person would just be like, you know what, fuck this, we can't do this, we can't match this. But uh, one of the saving graces for every other video game that came out on the Nintendo was the yeah. fact that this game was fucking difficult. I mean, I I could only get like two levels in, and then they got to the point where. I was just reloading save states every jump. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> enemies will just come out of nowhere and knock you off the side, knock you off your trajectory mid-flight, or you have to land on a narrow ledge, and there's a fucker already there. I'm not going to lie, like, literally every game that we've done an episode for, that's how I play it, where just, like, my finger is, like, hair trigger to reload, 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 like, reload, progress, <laughs> save, reload, progress, save, reload, progress, save, is just, like... It's a macro in my brain now, and this game, like, eventually by like I think the fourth or like the fourth stage, whatever they're called, world stages. Um, act, I, the like, act, yeah. Acts, yeah. I was like watching the cutscenes and so into getting to the next cutscene that I was like, oh man, I just gotta like, just gotta get to that one pixel so I can save there and then wait for that eagle or that fucking leopard or that fucking idiot throwing sticks at me to fucking miss that other pixel so I can jump there. And then save mid jump so that I can change direction and fucking land on that other fucking holy shit, man. <laughs> but wall climbing though. Look The wall climb. Wall climbing is is excellent. However, ladder climbing is fucking bullshit because <laughs> it's the saddest fucking excuse. <laughs> it's like Ryu is such a fucking show off in this. It's like he he cannot just mantle up on a uh, ledge if a ladder goes up there. He needs something nope. across from the ladder so he can bounce off that instead of just hauling his friggin' ass up. Yeah, it's amazing that he can, like, jettison himself towards the wall 90 degree. Yeah, different <laughs> yeah. muscles entirely. This guy come never... On, come on. Yeah, this, this, this is going to be, like, the most surprisingly unhelpful this guy This guy never fucking, <laughs> uh, never skips leg day. Unless you, unless you grow a tree beside your house, this, this fucker's not getting <laughs> off that ladder. All about the legs, bro. <laughs> so, uh, so what, what else about this guy is frustrating besides the fact that he cannot climb up? 
Um, his fucking dance skills are weak. Yeah, he's just got that one move, you know, slice. 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 So one thing that I was enjoying about this game was as I was continuing along to, to uh, further the plot and all that, I was finding myself a getting quicker at like the dodges and shit, and predicting the enemies. But eventually, it becomes just like, I don't know, random chaos with the enemy patterns, and it's just stupid as fuck. Yeah, you, you gotta basically memorize it in some spots. I mean, it, that that that's a bit of bullshit, I'll say. Well, even even but, on memory, like they still like change shit around on you like pretty consistently. So it's like, what the fuck? You can memorize like four or five patterns for a guy at the same like location, and it's like Jesus Christ, and nobody's got like the same pattern. But the the difficulty for me, where like I was getting pissed off, and and you guys saw the messages, was uh, when like you do the fucking boss, and then you, not to the beginning, but like you do the level over again. Can't you like, start what me the... off at the boss, considering it's like a good ten-minute slog? Yeah, through all that shit again. Are you for real? And I gotta just do it again. It's totally fine. And interesting little trivia fact that thanks to, well, my computer's lagging out, so I don't want to give credit. Well, Ivan sent it to me, so let's give Ivan credit. That's a glitch that they had in <laughs> testing, and they left in because they were like, "Yep, let's make broken tough." That's fucking makes me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god I was so pissed when I learned that because when I was a kid I used to play this game constantly I actually got good at it I got to the end I could never get through those three bosses I'd get through one the second one would kill me I'd go back to the beginning of the fucking level like you gotta be kidding me it wasn't until I got to save states you know thank god for save states that I actually managed to beat the damn thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is playing Nintendo games without a game genie? Fuck you. So I got one more bit of trivia before we move on to the game proper. Ooh, do tell. The developers originally wanted to equip Ryu with sensors and a helmet. Like an inside monitor to check his surroundings. They wanted this to have like a HUD? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, the ambition of these people. See, as you were saying it, I was like, is he just describing a HUD, but they didn't know what a HUD was yet? So they had to, like, describe it backwards? Yeah, basically. That's interesting. They just didn't... Oh my god, can you imagine how hard this fucking game would be from a first-person <laughs> perspective? I know. I mean, you're you're facing the wall, so you, you don't know if there's a ledge behind you to bounce off of, because you can't climb. Can you imagine the camera spinning as you did each jump? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh <laughs> every time you jump off a wall you just see sky floor sky floor sky floor wall <laughs> ninja star in the eye oh, man. yo and then like every time you get the uh like the the what's that shield with the fireballs around it and it's just like flame 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 You're like i don't know what's happening am i on fire am i safe i cannot tell <laughs> So anyway, I think we're uh, this this game, as we were saying before, has a lot of cutscenes, a lot of plot, a lot of story. Oh yeah. So it can be a little bit boring if you were to say it all out, you know, not skipping any little detail. So, Mike, take it away. Well, yeah, go ahead. We Mike. start off with a with an amazing cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I was kidding. It's my chicken burger. Ah. We start off with an amazing cutscene in a field on a starlit night. 
Two ninjas are facing off. One in, if I can remember, was it gray? And the other yeah. one, was it pink? Yeah, like a yeah. pinkish red. Yeah, real ninjas wear pink. Yeah. Ah, damn straight. It was the color of blending in. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry blossoms, boys. Cherry blossoms. Think about it. That's right. He, he has to blend into those with those Sakura blossoms. He's hanging out up in them trees, mm-hmm. fucking ninja down. <laughs> Smelling damn, like cherry you, blossoms. You saved this. That makes it. <laughs> They're all ladies anyway. If you're doing it right, yeah. so. Okay, so these two ninjas face off. You get to see like a nice narrowing of their eyes, and Shuba! one guy looks obviously black. Yeah, there's no smoke though. I the was guy suspicious. in the gray. He he looks obviously black, like a black man. Fuck you. And the other, the guy in pink is like some regular, like fair skin. Hold on, dude. you can't say regular, Mike. Everything up until that point was borderline <laughs> racist. But then you said regular, and that's just like, oh fuck, oh fuck, he did it. Yeah. We're losing pressure. You got the black oh, we're losing man. Pressure. Then you got the regular folks, the normal we're people. Altitude. There's a hole in the cabin, and we're going down. We just gotta level out. We can save it though. Oh boy. Bail. 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 <laughs> I haven't got you shoot. I, I, I dived in I dived into soap advertising territory. See see what I was gonna say oh, God, when you dude. busted out there like the whole the action pose where their eyes narrow, I was gonna say I was suspicious because I didn't see any smoke as their eyes narrowed and I was gonna be like, Nintendo, are you being racist? Because if they're smoking then I believe it. But if they're just like zooming in on their faces being like Asian guy, Asian guy you know what I mean? That's pretty racist. <laughs> no, their eyes were narrowing. Their eyes were narrowing because they were focusing on the Or because they were getting more cheap. So they charge at each other. They jump at each other in the sky. And they both slash their swords. Swing. But one is left standing and one falls to the ground. Is it Pinky? Who and wins? We, yeah, P- uh, Pinky is the one that falls. It's the it's the black man in the gray suit. Yeah. Oh. Who is left standing. And then Clearly Ryan, more athletic than the pink guy was. Yep. <laughs> Jump sire. So, <laughs> so the regular guy couldn't jump that high. <laughs> it's a movie from the eighties. You know the ones jump. that Mike knows. Yeah, you, know, you know those regular guys. Regular guys, <laughs> regular guys who can't jump. Okay. Mike, you fucking terrible human. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Your second biggest fuck up of the night. <laughs> Oh, oh, let's see if I can take back the crown. <laughs> so Ryan gets a note. Saying, the best part of it is uh, if I just stay quiet and don't fuck things up, I can totally get through this. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryu... But I'm not going to make it easy for you, Mike. I'm going to keep fucking up as hard as I can. From his dad. <laughs> yeah. Saying that if you're getting this letter, I done fucked up. I, uh... My my mouth wrote a check that my ass couldn't cash, and I am D-E-A-D dead. And then he mentions that you have to find a guy, Walter Smith, in America. So Ryan's just like, I'm coming to America. But no. Yeah, you, you, you use that accent, no. but are you aware that the cutscene clearly shows this, like, ginger American boy? Yeah. He does not I mean, look like a Japanese boy, the fact, despite the fact his name is Ryu Hayabasa. Hayabosa. That's right. I mean, he is an Asian mother. He is like an Asian dude. Like, he's in Japan. 
because he has to go to America. So why he I mean, looks like an American boy already? I've heard of black Irish, but yellow Irish? I mean... <laughs> also, yeah, but uh, yeah, he sounded Irish or something, not like, what the fuck? He didn't sound like Japanese or whatever you were trying to do. No, I was doing Eddie Murphy because coming to America. Yeah. Oh, I don't anyway. get that. It's a anyway. movie. It's a really good movie. From when? So, From like the late eighties or early nineties. Eddie Murphy at his best. He, there you go. He plays an African prince who comes to America to find a bride. It's it's a great movie. So Ryu's oh. coming to America. What happens next, Mike? I'm on the edge of my seat. Coming to America. Boo, boo, boo. So we find Ryu like this is when we finally get to uh Ryu has sworn to go on a mission of vengeance and to discover the reason his father had to die. Then we find ourselves in the first level of the game, the streets of, I assume, New York? Oh, absolutely. It's got a bar. It's got to be New York. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty New Yorky. Yeah, L.A. only has those opium dens. That's right. Also, Screen Rant. Screen Rant is where I found that fact about the glitch. I just want to be clear. We're not copywriting. I didn't steal that. I found it. And very po- it. very poignant and a worthy interruption. <laughs> yep. I did a good one this time, guys. So the first level act gets you pretty well acclimated to it. It's pretty easy, all things considered. You got enemies that are coming at Inf- you kind of slow. We're throwing... Infinitely respawning enemies. Yeah, that... Which, again, like, that was, like... How fucking hard is it for Nintendo to come up with the concept of clearing a room so I have space to fucking breathe? Yeah, they they didn't have that down yet, for sure. No. They just want you to consistently have to, like, never be calm. Well, this game is... Can you imagine this also... This intense, man. Obviously, you guys, you guys don't have to imagine, but I can only imagine the, the like, struggle of, like, sitting there in a chair, watching, like, a, a fucking old-school TV, mm-hmm. staring at these little things... And, like, struggling with that old-ass controller, too. Like, I love that thing to death. That's one of my favorite controllers. It's my wallet that I'm looking at right now. But, like, holding that little square thing and just, like, shaking and hearing the buttons rattle and, like, dodging and jumping and dodging and fucking ducking and dodging. And, oh, my God. Jump and driving. It's like... Now you're ready, baby. Jump and driving. Now you're ready, baby. Yeah, that's, like, some next-level, like, line-up fucking lines of coffee, like, fucking cocaine beside you because you're going to be up all night jittering anyway. Just bump a line of coffee and just keep going and your mom comes by and you gotta put a blanket over the shit over the shit and you're like nothing mom nothing and you're just twitching and your eyes are blinking. <laughs> she's like it's seven seven o'clock at night son what the fuck's the matter with you and you're like i don't even know i haven't slept since tuesday i'm masturbating go away level six one level six yeah, masturbating. there's coffee all over your upper lip i don't know what you mean mom <laughs> it's not even hot yeah <laughs> so so he gets through the streets and- of new york one thing, and you also get introduced to something else, the fucking timer. Because not only are you surrounded by infinitely spawning enemies, you are also given 150 seconds to just blast through this shit, somehow not show up with one or two health bars by the time you get to the boss. And you certainly don't have time to sit around, grind, get the right power-ups, or replenish your health. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about, the, the, about the weapon system in the game. Oh, sure, please. Let's talk about that. So, kind of similar to Castlevania. You know, the, everyone uses the comparisons. So, you got a main weapon, in this case, uh, uh, katana. But you've also oh, got katana. secondary weapons that you can pick up, uh, destroying various objects in the level. That'll either drop a weapon or it'll drop 
what you need to power the weapon, you know, spirit points, I think they call them. So you got a, yeah. a throwing star. <clears throat> you know, just as... How did you really use them, like, in the old school way? Did you have to push down and B, like Castlevania or whatever? Yeah, yeah up oh, and... How did you activate them? Up and B. Up and B was how you would up activate it. So just yeah. regular B, you know, without any kind of input on the directional pad would be a standard attack if you did up at the same time. Yeah. And you had to be careful of that, too. If you didn't want to use your special attack and you were in the process of jumping. Yeah. Because there'd, there'd be a, a few times where you're like, oh, fuck. You know, I got that, you know, jump and slash attack, which really fucks up the bosses. I don't want to lose that. And then you're going up to another level yeah. and just trying to kill a regular old asshole with a mohawk. And like, no, I didn't mean to use that. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, some shithead who's got, like, two swords and he's just, like, walking yeah. around like a fucking slap chop just ready to take you out. Doesn't make any friggin'... Yeah. And, and you're... And it seems like everyone else's weapons are just a little bit longer than yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really, like, your katana's, like, short. That's why I said that when, when you brought it up. Well, it's genetics. I can't do much about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I was there, he, he's he's Asian, so he's like, he has to get used to everything being bigger in America. <laughs> oh God, we're back to that. So anyway, rounding out the special weapons, you got the. We never left being racist. Yeah, that's that, the problem. That's a fair point. So you got the. Did somebody? Did somebody fart, or did they just stick their finger in a wall socket? Neither. I have no idea what you're talking about. I just heard like a. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I have maybe, no idea maybe, what you're referring to. Maybe somebody was doing a sling blade impression. I don't know. <laughs> maybe make sure your dad's okay downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, did the lights dim at the same time in your house? <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's not fixing oh, the wall socket, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's downstairs covered in tinfoil trying to, like, plug the, the phone into the wall or some shit. <laughs> your dad's a lunatic. Mm. Joking. Anyway. Anyway. Just joking. Uh, so what other beautiful enemies are we introduced to? I think we're introduced to, like, the Castlevania equivalent of the flea. Jesus Christ. I genuinely cannot remember any of the people. And I know it was, like, a little while ago, but there's literally so many, and they're just constantly coming at yeah. you. Yeah. There's, I remember guy with the, the bats. Guy with the mohawk and a sword. The eagles. Yeah, the mohawk, the... The fucking the first level. What are the fleet? What are the flea type enemies? Are they like rats or are they like midgets or what? I always thought they looked like monkeys. I don't know what the hell they were. They're... Now who's racist? Yeah. Right. Oh, there's a. <laughs> that's the least amount of racist. There's an old dude with a like a, a shawl that like throws crosses. And there's uh, <laughs> I am Army guys. There's army guys that shoot and run at you. They like they first off they run at you and then they stop dead and then pull out. They're like. M16 style gun and they either have three round bursts, one round burst or rocket launchers and they just look a little bit different and you can't tell who the fuck's who. I only remember like the main like I remember the first two fucking levels and the rest was just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. So at the end of the first <coughs> the first level teaches you that Ryu can jump, can grab onto walls and then bounce jump to another adjoining surface, which is usually like a uh, a neon sign. But you also learn Ryu cannot climb a fucking ladder to save his life. Right. 
he can like climb up as long as there's like some old lady's like flower bed that she, that he can stand on and bounce off of because heaven knows that yeah. he just can't lift his fucking ass up. Yeah, if only he had the upper body strength to swing a sword nonstop, he could pull his ass up onto the ledge. <laughs> well, that's why he's got a small one because he can't handle the large guitar. <laughs> it's just too much metal, you know. It's the smallest possible blade, but it's just too long. He's got like his. So he got a tip. <laughs> he's got his mom's steak knife. That's all he can handle. Yeah, he can't he, handle daddy's sword he got yet. Got the tip snapped. So. And then at the end of this, you finally go into the the first stage boss who lives in Jay's Bar. Of course, you only find that out on the Ninja Gaiden wiki, because on the Nintendo game, it is simply called Bar. (laughs) Very subtle. In there is the first boss, a purple dude with an axe, although if you look at his Wikipedia page, it is clearly a scimitar, which doesn't make sense because his name is the Barbarian, known as the Executioner of South America. <laughs> and executioners are famous for having an axe, not a scimitar. And it just happens to be vacationing in New York City. I'm glad that you did the fucking research for this shit, because I would have just lost it. Oh, God. I'd be like, what the fuck, we're, we're not. We're not even started with losing you yet, Brandon. Oh, Buckle in. The instruction ma- in the instruction manual, this is what his entry is. The first of them, the first of the malice four, who will cut anything to shreds that gets in its way. Because now apparently it's, it, he's an it. <laughs> it lives deep in the forest of Brazil, which he uses as his hideout. So now he's back to being a person. The natives are scared to death of this killer, known as the executioner of South America. He attacks his enemies by ferociously swinging a huge axe. And huh. this guy, he. Like this is your introduce your introduction to bosses because you will see, much like Mega Man, they have a health bar. Yeah, but unlike Mega Man, they, I love... unlike Mega Man, these oh, bosses so are actually pretty easy. When you get down, except the fucking end bosses. I mean, this first boss here, you actually have a a bigger range with your weapon than he does with his. So as long as you keep slowly backing up, he can't touch you. Yeah, that's how I figured him out. Yeah, it's a beautiful sense of empowerment after after feeling that oh shit, this game might be, might overwhelm me considering it's just it's it's kind of challenging and we're just getting started. This boss is a nice little encouragement to let you know like, ah, oh, don't worry, it's not going to be all that bad. Like if you, like the levels seem to be harder than the boss. Yeah, I mean you have to get all the way up to the last three bosses to find a boss that's actually challenging. The rest of them are basically, you know. Watch a guy go back and forth across the screen, very easy pattern, or watch a guy just slowly come at you, and you can out-damage him. You know, the, the levels are hard as shit, but the bosses themselves, you know, they, they give you an easy pass the to first, the next cutscene. The first guy, uh, like, that we're talking about here, I remember I did use, like, I obviously used the save states as always. But I didn't rely on it so heavy with this guy because I figured out that pattern pretty quick with the distance on the swords. But uh, everybody else, like from two on, I was just like living on the save state. Yeah. Didn't have to think too much. I just found a sweet spot and then got back to there and then I'd, you know, go lay in, make as much damage as I can, and then save. And then he'll hack me and then I'll go back to that save and then get out of the way of the whack and then go again. Well, they, you know? they love to. So I didn't they, have to they love to put spawning points right as you're jumping over a pit. You know, things like that. 
So you got to know that that yeah. fucking bat is coming because if you don't, you start jumping, he's going to knock you right into the pit. That's it. Oh, yeah. It, you almost might as well not I have meant a more with the. Uh, yeah, I meant more with the. Um, the bosses in general, though, like with the second, third, and fourth, till you get to like the the double bosses or whatever it okay. is. Okay. All those, it was just like a case of like, get to a safe spot or like lay in as much damage as I can, quickly save, get whacked, and then <laughs> go back to that save state. Get out of the way of that whacking that's coming, l- and then lay in a bunch more just damage. Just love the way you're saying don't even whack. Just with perfect <laughs> whack. pronunciation. <laughs> Whack. whack that whacking <laughs> yeah and then like and i so You're i never actually had to learn expert, any of the patterns you? you you need to hear yeah, him sing cause... devo songs because when he talks about whipping it, it is... <laughs> oh i whip it good <laughs> exactly i whip it so good <laughs> so the best part anyway, is yeah. is that when you finally slash this guy enough instead of just falling down to the ground dead apparently everybody has a suicide vest on <laughs> Because this guy blows the fuck up. Slowly. And then, oh, yeah. and then we're introduced to a beautiful cutscene of Ryu, of a close-up of Ryu's face, which again, for a Nintendo game, to see like close-ups of faces with this kind of fidelity is just such a treat. And then we get to see, and then the camera pans over and we see a shadow. And out of that shadow comes a girl. And Ryu... <laughs> Ryu instantly sounds like a, like an eight-year-old boy. He's just like, a girl, get out of here. Just a girl. I don't want girl. your cooties. Just a girl. I don't want your... he, he, he's totally dismissing her. Ah, uh, she's yeah, no danger. Just a, just a girl. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't want your cooties. So, then she pulls a gun on him, and then, pow! And then Ryu falls down, and we're instantly thinking, what? That was a quick game. <laughs> yeah, are, are we like, Starting off as like Ryu's son, who gets a letter saying that your grandfather <laughs> and your father have both been killed, and now he has to pick up his, now he has to pick up his little switchblade and like leave the schoolyard. <laughs> it just keeps going downhill, younger and younger. So anyway, uh, she, he's not really dead. Yeah, it turns out she popped him with a tranquilizer dart. Oh, of course. Even though it looks like a standard 9mm handgun that she pulls on him and not a tranquilizer dart, which obviously would have a differently shaped barrel. But anyway, it turns out she's in. She somehow. she For some reason, she captures him only like seconds later when he wakes up. She like opens up the door and like tells him to escape. Yeah. Shoves a statue. So caps- shoves a statue in his arms and says, Get out of here. Like, what? Get the fuck out. And then you start the second level, the jailbreak. And this is where I it got so freaking difficult for me. Yeah. I had to like just this I have to like ta- I had to tap out and watch a uh, a playthrough. Well, this is really where the they started the fucking you over with those enemies that were positioned just right, you know, just diagonally that you needed a special oh, weapon yeah. to get them or you had that enemy that was coming over you didn't know how to handle it and just knocked you into a pit this was where they were or that enemy that you knew about and then a puma fucking came out of nowhere and got you (laughs) or that enemy that you knew about and then a fucking stick from off screen guy fucking flew over and hit you or that enemy that you knew about and was jumping over 
and then you accidentally slipped and you hit reload so you had to make that perfect jump again and it fucked you over the second time but not the first time but you accidentally already hit reload. Oh, we should also mention this game did not repeat not have a save. Yeah, yeah you, no, you I'm did talking about my, my save. Yeah. <laughs> At least according to my Skype, you you like said that like four times. <laughs> uh, yeah, you had no save, you had no password feature. You were in this for the long haul. Yeah, because why, However, why would you take an intensely difficult game and give you no fucking way to save your progress? I will say, though... I mean, like, a, however, t- a timer system, get the fuck out. And a life system... Like, at least if you're going to have something extremely difficult for me to hammer myself against, because you cannot learn. Like, you cannot adapt to this game in one go. Like, by the time you realize you've made a mistake, you're already hearing the game over music. At least they gave you an infinite continue, so I'll give them that. Yeah, that's decent. Um, Also, I will add the fact that this game doesn't have any saves. But the next game technically... Uh, like chronologically speaking, as far as the plot's concerned, the Nintendo DS Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, which is actually between Ninja Gaiden One and Ninja Gaiden Two, as a sidequel, does have saves. So you're so saying, it's, so you're saying game, it's a Gaiden Gaiden? Yes, it's a Gaiden Gaiden sidequel. Oh God! It's a uh, Dragon Sword. Also, you have to hold the DS sideways, like vertically. To use it whenever he's got a sword out, so that's kind of neat. But it has saves, so let's do it. <laughs> and then we can go back, we'll play that on the DS, and then we'll go play Ninja Gaiden 2 back on the NES, and then we'll be like, why the fuck? Okay, so, Ivan, we plow through this, and who do we fight at the end of this level? Who is the, the warden of this prison? Some guy named... Bomberhead. I, I have no idea who this guy is supposed to be whatsoever. It's this guy that's this guy has like this guy has like an eighteen pack. Yeah, he's got an eighteen pack. He's got this weird blade on the end of a chain that he keeps spinning. Hold, spins it in the air, and then he spins it towards you, and then he spins it in the air. <laughs> it just, I have no idea who he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be the warden of this jail, but in any case. Like most bosses in the game, he's not too difficult. You just walk up there, you take your medicine, and you kill him before he kills you. I think wardens have keys, and and keys on a bungee thing are dangerous. <laughs> he's attacking he's, you with his with key, key ring. ring. With his, with <laughs> that, that explains it. Yeah, cell, cell block key ring. I don't know. I mean, I'm just fishing here, but like, you know... I like to get in behind him. It's not easy. You just got to be quick. Yeah. But, like, get behind him, lay in two shots, and then jump over him, I think it was. Yeah, I mean... And just avoid that chain. If you got that special attack, the jump and slash, you can take these bosses out in, like, two or three hits. It's just insane. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know now that I'm done fucking playing. I know. I didn't know that either until I watched a run-through. I'm like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> so fucking easy. <laughs> I suppose I could have watched a run through, but that's too easy. Anyway. And then after beating this guy, we finally get, uh, is it this one, the cutscene where we finally get to meet, to meet Walter Smith? Yeah. At this point, he's running. You get a quick cutscene of him White. running. Yeah. 
like all ninjas do, running real fast. Running, running so fast that everything around them looks like they're like a blur, like traveling at warp speed. Right, right. And then you got Walter Smith appearing. Who's Walter White? <laughs> yeah. Ryu, we must cook. I've been making that joke like three times now, and you're just getting on in now. Because we just started talking about Walter. So this is when I would start but thinking I, about that. If you jump the gun, I made it when you said it the first time. <laughs> I made it when you said it the second <coughs> Anyway. Racist. <laughs> so Ryu's Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, you get a real exposition dump. I mean, in a, in a game filled with cutscenes and plot dumps, it just, this is a long story. I love story. it. Oh, this I is the it. money stuff. This is why I'm fucking killing 900 That's eagles. Right. I don't hate eagles. I just want to fucking see the next 8-bit cutscene. Maybe I'll get some sweet ninja titties. Yeah, so why don't you tell us about the cutscene, Mike? What, what's behind all of this business? Well, Walter ends up telling Ryu that 700 years ago, a demon of destruction entered the Earth realm. Fuck no. It's kind of redundant, what? isn't it? I'm scared. Oh, for fuck's sakes, if you're going to interrupt me, God. Okay, so I was <laughs> shut. Up. Fuck you. So it turns out that this I don't is want a, a sequel to a different video game called Shinobi, because Shinobi, Shinobi is the one that defeated the uh, the, the monster seven hundred years guy. ago. Yep. So apparently now you, now we have to go play Shinobi using the very sword that Ryu has. What are the odds? Yep. Well, those, oh, is that why it's so short? Those swords. It's like a seven hundred year old sword that they. They didn't like add any more metal to it. Mm -hmm. Yep, and literally been wind whittled so away. So the demon's soul was split into, was split in half and housed within two statues, while the body was left in some Brazilian temple, or some place in South America. I don't remember exactly. So now, even uh -huh. though the demon was defeated, the uh, the statues, if they were reunited with the body on a dark moon, the demon would rise again. So, Ken Hayabusa, or in the uh, the Wikipedia, his name is Joe Hayabusa, even though I specifically remember <laughs> Ken being his name. Yeah. Nice little uh, Street Fighter Two reference there, before Street yeah, Fighter Two. Ken. I mean, come on. I'm like, what? Yeah. I can't remember Street Fighter One being out that early, or about this. I think it might have been out that early, actually, Street Fighter One. Because Street Fighter 2, oh, I think, I was early Street 90s. Fighter. But that Street Fighter wasn't actually a fighter. It was like some platformer game. Yeah. Anyway, we got to get back to the plot. We'll be here all fucking night. Anyway. Yeah, talk about fucked. So, yep. It turns out that Ken, was the pos Ken possessed one of the demon statues, and that's probably why he was killed, so that that could be acquired. So Walter had the other statue, and he ends up holding on to it. And I think there's another level... And then when that level ends, then we get to see the end of poor Mr. Walter. No, yeah, at this point, uh, Ninja... Or does Walter die in the same cutscene as you're introduced? No, no. A ninja comes in, steals the statue that Ryu brought, and Ryu has to go after him, which is the next level. You go through three or two or three different levels, and then you fight this guy who is supposed to be the ninja, but looks like this guy... I don't even know how to describe him. Gigantic yeah. legs... Just hops back and forth like a toad. From oh, what a weird guy! Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the wiki when he's like, 
the color <coughs> colors do not stay the same in this game. Because when he steals it from you, he is originally green. Right. And svelte. You know, yeah. a ninja. And now you think like, oh great, I'm being attacked by like an environmental ninja. And then, but by the time you find him, he is several feet taller, with red bloated pajamas, and he shoot and he rains fire upon you. Yeah. And Maybe he's possessed. Yeah, he's, one, he's something. It, that one is Basakwer, whose nationality is unknown. And after you kick his ass, you go back to Walter, and find out he has been murdered. Well, he's near death. He manages to croak out. You gotta become the ninja dragon. There's no choice. <laughs> and then at that point, the CIA shows up, right? And basically because of course, commands... <laughs> yeah, because now the CIA are apparently aware of ninjas. So the C, <laughs> I mean, of all the groups that could get involved in this, the fucking CIA. This is my favorite shit right here. <laughs> All right, why don't you tell us about it, Brandon? Well, then they fucking hold him down in an interrogation room, and this guy named Foster busts in. He's the head of the Special Auxiliary Unit of the Central Intelligence yeah, Agency. Well-known subdivision. So, yeah, it's just total bullshit. If it was me, I'd just be slapping the shit out of this ninja. Like, I'm the fucking head of your mom in the department of fuck you. <laughs> Foster, Foster tells... Ryu, that more than 2,000-year-old yeah. temple uh, Walter discovered in some ruins I'm in the Amazon. I'm special agent, he continues. fuck me, daddy, and if you want a clearance, you can get that from your mom. Uh-huh. She knows my name. And, <laughs> and he continues saying that Walter one day mysteriously sealed the runes, which nobody has, has since ventured near. Foster explains to Ryu that if they... Have been monitored, or that they've monitored the place recently, and there's activity of somebody named Guardia de Mello. I don't know what the fuck that means. Guardia de Mello. Also, no Guardia sure, whatever. But the CIA are dickheads. The CIA are dickheads like me, so they're like, we called them the Jakku, which also doesn't make any sense. And he recently has been kicking shit up in the temple. Using the statues, Jakku plans to awaken Jocelyn. And use him to destroy Josh the world. being the demon. Foster's yeah. like... Jackio. Yeah. Jackio, sure. Was, was anyway, so Foster's like... You're probably all right. Yeah, I, I don't mean, fucking know. I don't know. Anyway. I played so, it without volume, and there wasn't any actual, like, dialogue, so... so. Anyway, so Foster tells Ryu to go to the fucking temple and kick his ass. And then after getting to the temple... Ryu discovers that Jakku is holding some broad captive who handed him the shadow statue earlier. And Ryu orders to give up the demon statue. Uh, after threatening the girl's life, Ryu is dropped straight through a trapdoor into the catacombs. And he's got to go deal with that shit. Next. Yeah, so Demieu is French for better. So he's the better guardian. So he, he's French with a Spanish nickname. Yep. In a Brazilian All of it's fine by me. I could not give one fuck. <laughs> 1.5 fucks. Uh, I'm losing track of this shit. <laughs> so you get thrown into the temple, and what do we do there, Ivan? Besides fight, imp 
besides find like one spot where oh one of the best spawn points is in this game where and because enemies keep spawning from the right right to to fuck you up so then there's the space where you have to jump over a ledge across a gap to grab a ladder but if you stand in just the right spot enemies will just keep spawning between the ledge and the uh, ladder and they keep falling to their death and responding so it's like yeah, they just a fall wa- straight down a waterfall of henchmen <laughs> <laughs> yeah but don't stay there too long because you only have 150 seconds to get through that's right yeah. so you can't just stay there laughing yeah so at this point you're fighting your way through the catacombs and then once you climb up to a certain height you go up this long ass ladder and they have this pretty cool little cutscene where Ryu's on top of this rock and he's staring out across the valley at the mountain beyond where you got the bad guy's temple. The badass music. And there's one more member of the Malice Four waiting for you. Right. Once you get into that temple, you make your way up to the top and you've got... And just to make sure that Brandon sees this too, I want... Because what I'm about uh, to say is is dependent that you know exactly super what, racist probably. what this guy looks like. Because yeah. <laughs> this, by the way, was the the, the black ninja from the first cutscene. Yes, we need to establish that this guy is now regular skinned. Regular again? Yes, oh absolutely. God. You fucking racist. I, I, hey, don't tell, <laughs> don't look at me. Look at the people that made this game. Realized, oh shit! One of the villains is black. We have to fix that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the one who felt that this guy's skin was something that had to be fixed. Mm. They did. We're looking at this right now. It's not really the skin that's got my attention. It's that fucking helmet he's wearing. Oh yes, that's why the pussy helmet. (laughs) Pussy helmet. This guy's wearing a pussy. He's wearing a pussy with horns. I mean, it's even got a clit a on the top. I mean, how much more? <laughs> yeah, definitely got a clit. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god! I wish he was wearing this when he killed, when he killed Raya's dad. Because again, this doesn't make sense. First, he had gray pajamas, and he was an African American, or he was an African man, a man of African heritage. Now, this is just his final his... form, Mike. What? It's not that big of a deal. Anyway, the po- Wait, you were you were crackling up. What was that? I said this is just his final form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's video. gone through a transformation. That's all, that's for sure. It's a Michael Jackson. So you're saying so you're, so you're saying he's ga- so he's so he's gained some white power. No, he's a calypso girl now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's Mike. He dances to the calypso beats. <laughs> yeah, and he's got the power of the pussy, literally on his face. God. It, I mean, like, come on! It's it's got a clit. How did how did they like draw this and and not think he's got a clit on his face? <laughs> I don't anyway. know. Anyway, they were like evil diamond. We need an evil diamond in the middle. So, <laughs> at this point, he explains that he's fought your father. Yep. And it doesn't tell you much else. Says come and fight. And so, of course, on you're expecting a ninja, right? Because before it was a ninja took down your dad. No. This yeah. guy just, yeah. like every other boss so far, Frankenstein walks towards you, and the only thing that he does is occasionally shoots balls of lightning at you. 
He doesn't jump. He and doesn't have a sword. He had no shurikens, none of that business. He's just this guy with a pussy helmet that throws balls of lightning at you. And so you kick his ass. Beauty. At which point he says, yeah, I fought your dad, but your dad's not dead. I didn't kill him. And you're yep. like, what? No, you're lying. And you go ahead, he says. Like, You'll find out. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. And I die. Well, I die. <laughs> so at this point, you're going into the final act of the game. Mike, you want to tell us about it? Oh, we finally enter the grounds of the temple, I believe. And it, uh, of course, is exemplarily harder than everything else. Not a real word. No, not the it way. Not hard. the way that he said it, anyway. Nope, doesn't matter. Just chucking it out there. Keep going. Well, obviously, <laughs> you saw past my attempt to inflate a sentence while I was <laughs> distracted by looking up the Wikipedia <laughs> article on this guy. Oh, you anyway. suck! You you clearly caught me and felt the need to expose me rather than going along with it for the sake of of some form of solidarity on the show. But are you kidding? I'm this gonna, is gonna, the show. Humiliate Mike. I mean. Oh, as a as a, I I come here to escape that <laughs> aspect of my life. That's what you think. <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep on looking then. Yeah. Anyway, tell us about level six. So we end up face facing this this boss who is considerably difficult, and then we find out only after the duel is over that it is in fact your father. Now I have to stop you and, there. There's or, or a cutscene that's before the yeah, boss that act, where the yeah. Hakio is actually telling you, you know, nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. can well, defeat you, you, not even your father. You know, this big reveal. Oh, yeah. so yeah, so he does reveal it first before the right, battle. and he says your father was not yeah. dead; he was transformed into the masked devil. Yeah, yeah. who again? Yeah. yeah, just sort of Frankenstein walks towards you as fireballs are shooting around. And Ryu sees that he's being controlled naturally by the big glowing orb in the center of the room. So you take yep. that so, out, so and that frees your father from the mind control. It. And then Jacko. Is that how you say that? Jacko. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jacko. Just go with it. He, arra he, he arranges fucking Ken's release from the position. And shows himself. Do you and mean he immediately, Yep. Okay, because the, immediately the position tries to sounds kill. like he had him doing some really shifty. <laughs> well, he was under mind control nope. after all. I call this the missionary yeah. position. Bend over, Ken. But he immediately, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. I'll let you free. And then immediately tries to kill Ryu with a fucking fireball. And then Ken's all like, nope. And jumps in front of it and takes a hit. I, I, I don't trust my son, who is a ninja, to jump out of the fucking way. I'm going to get in the I'm, way. I'm going to get killed. Even though I just got free, thanks to all my son's effort, I'm just going to die instead. Yeah, my, We could go fishing, but not. <laughs> we can go play catch in the field. Nope, fuck that. Nah. I didn't want to be found, kiddo. <laughs> I'm getting fire blasted today. Yeah, I was only given power by the orb. I didn't say I was being brainwashed by it. Nah. So anyway... So then what happened? At this point, 
Ryu was piss. You know, before he was just kind of mediocre about the whole thing, but now he's mad. Tells the Hakio that his time has come. And he takes him out. So you're thinking at that point, oh, everything's fine. You know, come on, Dad. I'll carry you down the mountain. And then yep. the girl who you freed from her bonds, I guess, is there. And she looks over and says, what's that? And you see this lunar eclipse happening. And Ryu has this moment of epiphany. It's like, what's that plot development over there? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Things are looking good. Oh, what's that random bad shit? <laughs> so Watch out. Yeah, so anyway, at that point, the statues start vibrating. And then you got this, I can only say aborted fetus. That's, that's the demon. Appears before you yep. as the final boss. Oh yeah, everything in Nintendo Land is an aborted fetus. <laughs> I swear to God, it looks it looks like it, that. it is. That's definitely what I saw. I, I was take I was taken all the way back to health class. That's scary. Oh boy. So anyway, you take the demon down, and this is my favorite part. You've got uh, Ryu and the girl standing there, and Ryu with his uh, hood off is absolutely looking entirely Irish again. You know, American Irish. In all all of his white glory. That's right. This whiter boy could never be found named Ryu Hiabusa. I mean, he he couldn't be whiter if he was walking around saying, Golly, gee willikers, (laughs) that sure is some amazing demon power I face. By gosh. (laughs) That's right. So you hear a beep, and the girl brings out her communicator. And, Mike, you described this communicator, I think, pretty well in a text to me. I forgot what it is, so say it. I forgot what it was, too. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> you uh, You're both a couple of dumb spaghettis. Son of a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> so Foster's like, hey, kill him, and then steal the statues. And she's like, well, nah, I'd rather just bang him. Oh, yeah. And then, like, hangs up. Yeah. And then they kiss. No, no, even... you got to get to the point before they kiss, where Ryu tells that Foster that he gets two kinds of payment. One, I've received already, and the other is you. I'm coming for your ass. And then... Oh, yeah. The girl says, what do you mean? What kind of payment have you received? The answer, she's looking right at me. Booty. (laughs) And she finds that incredibly sexist line so romantic that she's just oh gotta God. reach in and kiss him oh yeah it's, it's like my father literally died in my arms like about 30 minutes ago but, uh, how'd you like to go somewhere and get something like oh my god you described me as payment I'm so hot <laughs> okay, so I'm an object I looked up our, what I said I said it was like a pendant radio yeah yeah because yeah, okay. cause she's talking on this like little turquoise uh, locket. I am less impressed that you wasted that much time. Like <laughs> could have been better. Could have been better. So under- she could have been talking on a T Rex. That shit, I would have been like, what? Yeah, I don't remember so that in the cutscene. They throw in like the uh, the Star Wars ending where the kid's like trying to save his father. He's like, Dad, I have to save you. You already have. 
Yeah, right. We may as well have. He's even got a fucking mask that he takes off at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and like the and like the evil boss that controls him shoots lightning. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's like now I shoot I shoot like an element out of my hand, and then like the dad takes a hit for the son. It's it's like Star Wars, but with no, like it was a fireball, less, but with like less electric lightsabers. <sighs> so anyway, that's uh yeah. that's pretty much the end. Uh, just just short lightsabers. The sun comes up. Short yeah. metal sabers. And uh, yeah, it ends with Ryu. Uh, on on the record, because that call is definitely being Grab recorded, some booty. and he is definitely uttering a death threat against an American government official. So uh, <laughs> Ryu has got yeah. his work cut out for him because he is now waging war against the American government. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. I, Foster, I'm, I'm, I'm still coming for you, homie. Foster's full of shit. Special auxiliary unit, my ass. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, my predictions for the next games are good. I really like this game. I really like sticking the walls and shit. That was one of my favorite parts. I really like avoiding ladders as much as I had to because he sucks at that. <laughs> I really liked watching the sweet cutscenes, even though oh, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was being said. No, the cutscenes really made it. I, I like the game all in all warts and all it, it was a lot of fun for me but the cutscenes really make you feel as i said before like you're part of a story you're not just a random guy platforming left to right saving princesses and blowing up castles yeah yeah we get to have a good time if you can if you can uh learn the game because i've seen like this playthrough this guy took no deaths throughout this game he just like fucking sword blazing everywhere he went pissed me off because it's like god damn you for being so talented but then again he's probably played this game like 80 times oh absolutely I mean you watch learn that shit. you watch any kind of speedrunner or anybody who's posted it and they've got the game down pat they know exactly where all the boss enemies are coming from you know they know when you gotta jump and when you gotta wait I mean it's it's still fun. It's still fun to watch, but it's almost... Oh, it's definitely more fun to watch because it's... Like, you realize the amount of frustration they had to go through that I'm now avoiding. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like I'm the winner. Yeah, I experienced Darkwing Duck in much the same way. <laughs> so, would you say that we have any substitutions? Yes, indeed. What would you think? Uh, I'll go with the easy one to fuck you guys over. I'll... I'll uh, Substituting Castlevania, similar kind of platformer with special oh, yeah. weapons. Pace is a well, fuck clearly you, a lot better. I've got the easiest one, and I know I got the easiest one, so I'll let Mike go next because I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Uh, I guess I'd rather play. Uh, well, if I wanted to play a game with a Star Wars-like story, I guess I'd rather play Super Star Wars. Yeah, you're lame. See, <laughs> my substitution my I was gonna say like Spider-Man. Is, if I wanted to play like a wall-crawling adventure. Uh-huh. I see where you're going there. And I see your Spider-Man, because I literally also have that written down right here. And I raise you a Prince of fucking Persia, you dumb goddamn banana. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> Obviously, that's the smart man's answer. If I want to go running around climbing on shit, jumping around... Fighting the occasional 
bad guy with a fucking sword and jumping off shit, then I'll play Prince of Persia. But if I want to play Bullet Hell, then I'll play fucking Bullet Hell. They don't need to be together at the same goddamn time. <laughs> or if you want like a Bullet Storm game, you can just go play Cuphead. Yeah, exactly. Which is a little bit of platforming, but... Guys, how do you spell Persia? P-E-R-S-I-A. I was going to tell him P-U-R-R-S-I-A just to make him think it's like a, a cat-related thing. <laughs> I pretty much have that anyway. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, uh, any kind of food that you guys uh, think about? Yeah. Any uh, kind of... Go ahead. Sure, Ivan, you go. Uh, for me, this this would be the one-chip challenge, that Dorito one-chip challenge. Just hard as fuck mm. to get through. Just only having one, like one go at it. That's right. Or you mean like playing it, playing it just once, and then having somebody take away the controller and be like, "You can't have more." Yeah, both. You, know, you can't use a password. You can't try and chunk it. You got it one shot at it, and the end of it, getting through that end, is just hard as balls. I would have to say my food equivalent to this game would be a crunchy chocolate bar. Because it's like really sweet on the outside, like really good looking, but it's got that hard as fuck honeycomb sponge inside, mm. which like if you bite into it the wrong way will like cut the fuck up out of your gums. Good. But if yeah. you but if you melt it, then it just like glues itself to your teeth. Yeah. So you realize that you know. I can see that. For, for the sweet chocolate you're getting, you're really paying the price and working for it. So I think I picked a good comparison. Yeah, not yeah. bad. For me personally, I would say uh, this would be equivalent to making a nice scrambled eggs because to make them, you got to get them right, but they're also real basic. So if I was going to have somebody on my team, I'd want them to be able to show me that they can make scrambled eggs and not fuck it up. And there's going to be a few parts that are like annoying, and there's a few parts about making eggs that are like specific to only eggs, and those kinds of things are like sticking to the walls and not being able to climb over a fucking ladder for some reason or whatever you know like those minute difficulties that are only prevalent or like only present in this like basic level game but it's because it's a basic level game that if you can't get past these stupid things it's kind of uh, a sign that you're not gonna bother getting good at other games you're just gonna get by with modern games you know That is why you are the chef. Excellent comparison. I was like, holy shit, is anybody alive? I'm not sure what's going on. Mike's fucking typing away like a fucking clackety-clack asshole. Ivan's just like glued to the... Intern Ivan just glued to the to the speakers. That's right, I just can't anyway. get enough. The in- teach the me, Brandon, teach me. Jo- the, the intern is looking up better jobs on Kijiji. <laughs> Yeah. It's like fucking penny so, saver, uh, classifiedmonster.com. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrambled eggs, scrambled eggs. Oh, fuck, I gotta find something. better fucking job. <laughs> grab that mop and uh, <laughs> grab that rag and we'll talk about your promotion. <laughs> yeah, we, we already did that. It didn't end well for you, remember? <laughs> yeah. I want to play a game. Yeah, I still have to clean it. There's actually a, a perfect line oh, at wait. Bob's Burgers. That's a skit that no one's going to get because we fucked up that episode. <laughs> you goddamn Why'd you have to remind me of that? 
Oh my god, is that the episode? I had no idea. That's the one that you lost? <laughs> yeah. You piece of shit. We put so much effort into that. I know. Oh my god. We put... Oh, I hate you so much. Oh my god, I hate Ivan you. Ivan told me that we were missing an episode. And it was the skip uh, review, the power pad, and all the games on it. That was so much fucking work. And I spent so much time I, editing it. I spent like two days editing that shit. I hate you. Oh. Alright. And until <laughs> next time the kitchen is closed. <laughs> it's guess. about as good a sign off as any. <laughs> until next time the kitchen and any hope I have of becoming a professional podcaster is closed. <laughs> We gotta go clean up everything. Uh, oh my before god. Before I let you guys go, <laughs> we didn't get to this in the episode proper, but I gotta share this with you, Brandon. The lyric. Oh shit, I'm okay. still recording. This is okay, an I'm still outtakes. Recording. We're doing this. Alright. Okay, well, mine's still going, so whatever. So, Edit it. This is a song from the Middle Ages. I'm actually looking at it for work. I catalog music and uh, CDs. And I was looking at the okay. lyrics to this song to try and figure out whether it was a sacred song or a secular. So you listen to this and you let me know what you think. Body against body with no lustful thought, loving each other in a purely heartfelt way, and always acting discreetly. This is how lovers should act. Then that person is responded to with this. Shove it up her stud. Shove it up her fuckhole. I met a dear little nun who agreed to the deal. I threw her onto the bed and lifted up the sheets. Shove it up her stud. Shove it up her fuckle. Tan her knackered arse. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't interrupt. I won't get through this. <laughs> Tan her knackered arse. This is amazing. My well-bred friend. Tan her knackered arse. Sweet sergeant with the heart on. Iron balls and lead heart dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is Finish beautiful. It. Okay, this is my Green Goblin impression. Okay. Finish it! Finish it! Okay, I'm sorry, I'm a lousy actor. Sweet sergeant with the heart on, iron balls and lead hard dick, and a cunt of steel. I. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I came back from Noyan, iron balls and lead hard dick. That's how a little valet met me. If you're proud of your arse, then back off. You fun-loving girl, put your arse on mine. I'm coming. I've got it. Fun-loving lad. Final person responds. The arse still owes the cunt five and a half sows on Sage Remy's Day. That's why I promised him five and a half sows on the holy relics and the Bible. And for her, the arse went into action, but always discreetly. (laughs) This is how lovers should act. <laughs> so she takes it quietly up the butt. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, that this is, is going amazing. into the collection of a very serious music library. <laughs> that is amazing. 
that is like, amazing. God, middle ages people, <laughs> they they don't write songs like that. <laughs> Can I get because a transcript of that? <laughs> is that like? Am I allowed to get a transcript, or is that like stealing? You know, that but, material. No. Or no, this oh, is and to think that people ragged on the black musicians for writing songs about smoking reefer in the twenties. This was actually written originally in French. So of course it sounds a lot more sophisticated. Unbelievable. I've never seen anything yeah. like that. Do you have a typed copy of that? Like can you send that to me? I want to show that to my boss. Oh yeah, absolutely. I took a picture of it. Uh, awesome. That is too amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. We're going to make some of that like an anthem in the kitchen. 